everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk over Homer's Enemy today. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. This is me forcing you uh, through my trivia win to relive one of your most hated episodes. Uh, actually, Matt, I don't know if you realize. Homer's Enemy is my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Oh, no, I picked I wrong. Now I need to change. Oh, no, shucks. no, please don't. Please uh yes this is uh this is our commentary track for uh for for the our post season 18 commentary track uh matt has been so gracious in his victory to pick homer's enemy uh to do a, a track over which i think is actually i mean it's a it's a good pick because we'll have a lot to say about it i certainly will um it's a very entertaining episode it is my favorite um but we uh we we will i will say push play man i will push play together we are both at a black screen. We're at zero zero. I'm watching Disney Plus. Matt's watching a fi- his own file. I think he's ripped from a DVD or something because he's a lunatic. Um, but we're probably not going to be exactly together, but we'll be close. Um, and uh, you can just push, hit, hit, try and hit play when I hit play, and we'll, get, we'll it'll, it'll line up close enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, so Matt, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, and I, I will count down three, two, one, and then I'll say play, and that's when I will click play. Sounds good. Three, two, one, play. Short intro. Radioactive. Radioactive part. Open with Frank. Old Frankie. I mean, we're already in the plot? Wow. I know. Literally starts with Frank Grimes. I love Frank Grimes. Because he's a real person in the Simpsons universe. Exactly. I love the corn in that explosion. I'm going to have to actually force myself to talk and just not watch this. Self-made man. EVP. Wow. Every every single rich person thinks they're self-made when the fact that most of them were just handed everything. I mean, Burns is absolutely self-made, Matt. What are you talking about? We have yet to see Homer, by the way, Matt. That's because the plot is not really about him, is it? Mm, yeah, half of it, half of it is. There you go, Homer.
Homer's dizzy. Has to go home sick. God. Poor Frank. Poor Grimy. See, Homer's an idiot here, but he's not hurting anyone yet. There we know that Lenny and Carl are master's degree in physics, nuclear physics. This, every moment in this episode is just picking apart how ridiculous Homer's life is. Homer works as a safety inspector at a nuclear plant. Doesn't even have a college degree. Mitzi. Love this. Love this stupid scene. It's one of the jokes that makes sense because this is totally what something Marge would do and kind of fits with the plot, but not really. I mean, it's this is all this all subplot stuff is just it. The you know the Bart buying a, a warehouse and it, like yeah, it's silly and it's a kind of a it se- like it seems like a disconnected B plot and it it mostly is, but. It also serves to bolster everything happening in the Grimes plot because everything about Frank Grimes is about how Homer's life in the show is impossible. Like Bart owning a warehouse. Like, that would never happen in real life. Yeah, here, Homer just being a very mild jerk. Eating sandwiches, chewing pencils. I mean, as a child, playing around in warehouses is a lot of fun. I did it as a kid in my da- in my dad's construction company's warehouse, and it is incredibly dangerous, but it is a lot of fun as a child. God Almighty, Homer just very subtly so annoying. In the way that somebody in everyone's office is annoying, so he's very relatable. Yeah, it's not. Overt. It's just like him, like standing around in Rams's office.
This is fantastic. Dump some water. <laughs> and somehow it doesn't die. Well, Grimes' Grimes's presence here is the import is the linchpin to this. Without Frank Grimes, this episode is very it's indistinguishable from like a season fifteen episode. You know? Like Homer acting like an idiot, not get, ever getting hurt. But because Grimes is here to center the episode, it makes it work. And the fact that everyone else is also aware of this, like Lenny and Carl also are the same. It's best if you don't think about it. <laughs> that's uh, that's exactly what we uh, should think about with Homer these days. Yes, I know. Three hundred sixteen times. I love that number. <laughs> it's very fast working acid. I like they have the little model building contest already in the background there. I love the dog too. That's good. Nice touch. Nine minutes in that. It's like the first act is all we needed to set everything up. Mm-hmm. Nine minutes in first act, we have who Frank Grimes is, who Homer is, why they don't like each other, or why at least Frank Grimes doesn't like Homer. But we are we are positioned the enemies list. They, they, uh, the the audience here is positioned as the rest of the town of Springfield, where we are watching Homer, and we watch him be a big oaf, and we love him for it. But when you put us in Springfield, like Frank Grimes, what happens? Fork in the eye, man. The old fork in the eye. I would go with a knife in the eye, but whatever. This is Matt. I say this without. I don't. I don't think this is exaggerating when I say this scene with Grimes visiting their house for dinner is maybe my favorite scene in Simpsons history. I. I it's perfect. Oh, of course. It's perfect. 
It's maybe not as funny as steamed hams is, or as famous as steamed hams, but I think this scene just is, it represents this episode perfectly. Look at like look at Grimes. Look at his his tie and his just his overstuffed briefcase. Perfect. Night job at the foundry. Oh my god. How can you afford it? How can you afford it? Above a bowling alley and below another bowling alley. Beautiful. Gerald Ford, Smashing Pumpkins. It just... Remember when The Simpsons was about a middle-class family, right? Uh, this whole episode is, is asking us that question and us going, no, I don't remember that. Well, that's, I mean, like, it's, it is, it's, because Frank Grimes is Homer Simpson in real life. That's who Frank Grimes is. Frank Grimes is the everyman in real life. Well, in television world, Homer is the everyman. What does that mean? <laughs> I love Bart's line. Yeah. These guys are there. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's Bart is just perfect. And the rest of the family avoids him. Oh, it's lovely. And look, back to the B plot, subvert some of that uncomfortable, that little awkwardness, the tension. We're going to have the kids messing around a little bit. And this is absolutely what you do at a if you're you're let loose in a a warehouse or factory that's abandoned. You dump stuff into other stuff. Wacky check. Homer being upset. This is important too. That he's that he's 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 kind of afraid. He, he's mad and he's he's sad and he's acting like a real person. He's not just completely ignoring everything that happens to him. And it's like it's it it's it's treading that fine line where it has Homer be both our protagonist and antagonist at the same time. Hmm. <laughs> 
Mr. Good Employee, Matt. What do you have against Homer? (laughs) Frank Grimes, does this whole plant have a disease? No, does the audience? No, all of Springfield does. Does this audience, do, do you, audience member, have a disease? I would die a happy man, Matt. Love, that's perfect. Great foreshadowing. Just beautiful. I love it when it when that happens. Frank tells you exactly what's going to happen in this episode. Yeah, one of the great things about this episode is it's not taking forever to set up the conflict and then having it immediately resolve itself. You set up the conflict and then there's escalation of the conflict is what we'll get to now is the the final escalation, the real uh, climax. Yeah. Frank Grimes setting up Homer because that's the, the, the thing about Frank is he thinks he thinks he's smarter than everyone. He thinks he sees something in Homer that everyone else doesn't when that's not true at all. Everyone else sees everything in Homer that Frank does. They just see him in a positive light, much like we do, much like the audience does, where we see, yes, Homer is a dope and lazy and stupid, but he also has these endearing qualities. And Frank doesn't see those. The coffee machine. Hmm. <laughs> the kick. They gotta get a shot, Kirk. This is a great gag. The rats. Tuck your pants into your socks. <laughs> Again, it's just a great end gag to this. It's it's so perfect and so simple. Ralph's nuclear dream house. 
Nice Malibu Stacy callback with Smithers. Get off the stage, sweetheart. If that's generating power, Martin has some really good friends in, uh, I, I would assume, the Libyan army. <laughs> Frank, poor Frank. Audiences blissfully ignorant. Homer beat their brains out. A uh, lovely meltdown here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Frank Grimes just screaming at us. Don't you? Don't you recognize what Homer is? Don't you see that he's a slob? Don't you realize how terrible a person he is? And it's so funny because all the stuff that Frank Grimes is doing in this case is not stuff that would be out of character in any office whatsoever until we get to the very end. Yes. But I mean, I th that's furthermore like, how do you relate to Homer is because he represents the worst and, you know, the common stuff in all of us. Oh, poor Frank. Man, I could just talk about the scene for hours. Homer yelling out. That's our Homer. Lower Frank into the ground. Oh, my God. It's perfect, Matt. Perfect. Yeah, especially the dark ending. I love the dark ending mixed with the stupid gag. Like that's that's how you get Homer to be obnoxious and it actually be funny is you make it so dark that it's necessary. I mean, it is it 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 is a it is a period on everything this episode is doing, and you you have Frank Grimes as this real world analog, as a real worker, as a real model employee. And what happens when you put him in this sitcom world and this the, in, in Springfield, in The Simpsons and what The Simpsons is in season eight? This is one of the last episodes of season eight. And 
what is The Simpsons by this point versus what it was versus what it was always saying about television and what we think of as our protagonists. And in this case, Homer, you know, the most protagonist, the, the most sitcom protagonist of all time, at least in American television. Why do we root for him? Why do we cheer for Homer when he is everything that Frank Grimes says Homer is, is correct. Frank never lies to yeah, us. He's a hundred percent right about everything he says in this episode. And I just, it's so, like you said, this episode is making fun of whoever is watching the Simpsons who accepts this and thinks, Oh yeah, this is okay. This is exactly what I expected this to be. And basically it's the writers poking fun out of us saying, Hey, Hey, is this what you want? Is this what you want? And when people kept watching, they went, I guess it is what they want. I mean, it, it, and it, it says so much about, about what we like in our protagonists and how we can't, you can't give us Frank Grimes. We're not going to like Frank Grimes. You've got to have a, you have to have a character like Homer who has flaws. You don't want a guy who's just worked hard every day and is just like a model worker and you follow that's that's not a fun TV protagonist. Maybe it is a person in real life who would root for, which is something they they themselves start the episode with. Like we literally start this episode with Frank as that, you know, one of Kent's people, a guy who has pulled him up, pulled himself up from his bootstraps, a true American success story, rags to riches kind of story. But that's not what we want in our sitcoms. We don't want that guy in our television show. We want the everyman, the oaf, the guy who theoretically shouldn't have enough money to live in that house. You know, like, there's so much commentary on, in every little tiny bit, every little moment here about, uh, about television, about The Simpsons, about what The Simpsons has become. Like, this is... This episode is not just about television and how we react to it and how we view our protagonists. It's also about what The Simpsons has changed into over the over those eight years. You know, how the show has shifted and morphed and how generally television shows like The Simpsons do. Like, I, I always think of Roseanne. Like, early Roseanne was very similar about a working class family who had to worry about bills and didn't have a lot of money. And as the show went on, it kind of stopped worrying about that stuff. Well, yeah, because you can only make so many plots about that that are interesting and entertaining. And I get it. It's hard after a while. But you still have to keep the family in that state. Otherwise, it becomes less believable. You can make it so that that they are not constantly worrying about that. And that's not every plot. But you have to make it so that that is still a a limiting factor uh, on their lives. Right. And, And like the fact that, you know. They point out Homer's Grammy and the him going to the moon. And, like, those things aren't in continuity. You know, like, The Simpsons doesn't operate on that, that that way. Like, they don't reference his Grammy victory in every episode. They reference it three times. But by bringing all of that in in a single episode, it perfectly encap- encapsulates how ridiculous The Simpsons have gotten. And this is the capper which I think I'll end our little commentary check on is they made this episode because they thought the Simpsons wouldn't be around much longer. (laughs) They thought the show would be over by season 10, probably. Yeah. Those writers shouldn't worry. They've got stories for years, but it's, they, this is, this is the kind of episode you make when, Oh, well the show's not going to be around much longer. 
let's make an episode that kind of parodies the show itself, that makes fun of the things that they've done over the years. But then the show went went on for another 25 seasons. And counting. Uh, and counting. And counting. Um, That was nice, Matt. That's nice. That's a nice... That's lovely. Sure it was, Robbie. Sure. What? Sure. Homer's Enemy is always nice. It's such a... It's just fun. It's such so good. It's just so good. It's just... Homer's Enemy is fantastic, but it always reminds us how bad it can be. Or how bad the current no, is. Okay, man. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear PMA. Positive mental attitude. Okay? I just watched a great episode of The Simpsons, our number one episode of all time. I'm going to ride high on it, okay? Let me have my... Okay. Gotta smile. We don't have to watch a season 19 episode for a few more days, probably. Let's... It's, it, we watched Homer's Enemy today. It's great. Um, yeah, it's great. That's what I, that's what I say. It's great. Um, it's great. It's great. Uh, thank you guys uh, for uh, for listening. Uh, we will be with back next Sunday. I think this is going to be dropping on a. I think I'm going to put this out on a Wednesday. So thank you. Uh, we'll have a, our first episode of season 19 out on uh, Sunday night as always. Uh, but until uh, thanks for listening. Hope hope you had a good time watching uh, Homer's Enemy with us. Uh, that'll do it for us. I am Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the subs. Uh... Shh.